It was 29 years ago this month that Rodney King pressed this question. Can't we all get along? And wisely, in a similar way, somebody else, the black-eyed peas, wondered, where is the love? It is at this point basically cliche even to mention or point out how divided our culture is. We know this, but our culture is divided for a lot of reasons, but one of those reasons people talk about less is that each of us is divided. There's a battle happening within us between good or evil, and most of us haven't settled on an answer, and so our division spreads out and affects other people. But before the question of why there's division, there's a question that belongs first. And that question is, why does division bother us? I have a younger brother. He's an economist in Washington, D.C. And sometimes I like to tease him for the way that economists can make the world seem a little bit simpler than it is. The following is definitely not my brother's view, but here's one economic view of the world that people advocate. Actually, you shouldn't be bothered by division. Here's why. The only things that really matter in human life are material stuff. And there's a limited amount of material stuff, and there are a lot of people. And so there's always going to be conflict, and that's normal. When people come along who tell us to ignore the deepest longings of the human heart for unity, tell them to go home. Or at the very least, tell them about the Trinity. Why does division bother us? Division bothers us because we are made like God in his image and likeness. And we long to be like God. And God is one and three. Three persons, three relations, who are one, we say this word in the creed, consubstantial. They're one being, one substance. Remember that passage at the beginning of the book of Genesis where God creates humanity? God says, let us make man in our image and likeness. God didn't say, let me make man in my image and likeness. God was giving us a hint about the Trinity. He said, let us make man in our image and likeness. And until we're like that, until we're in communion and reconciled, division disturbs us. And knowing that, in the fullness of time, God the Father sent his Son, Jesus Christ the Lord, to live with us, die for us, and rise. Jesus came to reveal the face of the Father. He came to reveal God's heart. And that heart is for you. And what is that heart? 
God's heart is the Father pouring himself out completely into the Son, and the Son giving himself back totally to the Father. And from that awesome exchange, breathed forth the Holy Spirit like a raging wind or a consuming fire. And if we are baptized and in a state of grace, that God is present in us right now. It was on those three persons, one of those persons of the Trinity in particular, that Paul said we have to call. What does he say? You did not receive a spirit of slavery to fall back into fear. How many of us are in fear? But you received a spirit of adoption through whom we cry, Abba, Father. He was not referring to a band. Abba is the word that Jesus would have used in the language he spoke that means Father. And on this Father, God, even somebody like the black-eyed peas intuited to call, what's the plea? Father, Father, help us. Send some guidance from above, because people got me questioning. Where is the love? Where it really is is in the heart of the Trinity. Any kind of love that isn't sacrificial like that that isn't pouring itself out like that is kind of a falsehood or isn't living up to the name. You know, we we all have bodies and part of the division that we experience as human beings is that we have a body and a soul and they're meant to be united, but they don't always get along. But when things are going their best, Our body outwardly shows what's going on within us. That's what it means to be a human person. And God wanted to do this. So when he wanted us to know who he was, to show us his heart, he sent his son and showed us the body of his son. We're going to receive that body in a couple of minutes. And when Jesus was going to ascend to the Father and wanted to continue to show the world what the Father was like, he breathed out his Holy Spirit and established his body, the church. And this is the mission he gives to us. Go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. That is the mission that he has given to you and the mission he has given to me. And that mission is a lot of work. And so before we go out on that mission, the Lord says one other thing to us. From the heart of the Trinity, God who is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit says, come to me, all of you who are weary All of you who are divided or discouraged or downcast, come to me, to my heart, and I will give you rest.